Hey everyone, so I wanted to talk about the question, why should we be a part of a church or even, you know, a part of the church globally? Um, why should we go to church? Or a, another way of asking the question is, why not join the spiritual but not religious crowd? There's a, a large group of people these days who would call themselves spiritual. They believe, you know, in some sort of higher power, um, but they don't want to be a part of a church or like a formal religious uh, institution. They might, they might even, you know, pay particular attention to Jesus, you know, and, and, and like Jesus, but they don't necessarily want to be a part of the church. And so why, why not do that? No judgment on people who do that, but just at least for me, why don't I want to do that? And uh, this this whole discussion is is pretty relevant um, these days because it seems easy when you're looking in the news or on social media to um, find examples of Christians and or churches doing bad things. <laughs> um, you know there are uh, these sort of um, uh, cases of, uh, you know, sexual abuse that come out, you know, that, that, um, like a pastor has done or some sort of Christian leader has done or, or, you know, these big cases of, uh, you know, a, a pastor having an affair on their spouse or, you know, just Christians out there being homophobic or sexist or racist. Um, you know, the list goes on. It's, it's not hard to find, examples of Christians or churches doing bad stuff. <laughs> and so it, it, it does make it a really relevant question. Why would I want to associate with these people? Why would I want to be a part of that group? Um, and then also, to varying degrees, I'm sure we've all in some way been hurt by um, the church or a Christian in our life. Um, you know, it, just talking about our own experience, uh, if you've gone to church or even just if you know Christians in your lives, um, they're not perfect. And sometimes they can be, you know, range from being a, a bit mean or grumpy to, to worse. Maybe, maybe you've had like a really horrible experience. And for all these things that we see in the news, on social media, and in our personal lives, um, that is worth grieving over. It's worth, um, you know, lamenting over. Anything I'm about to say is not to minimize the seriousness of those things or to say they're okay. Um, we, we can be very honest as followers of Jesus about the ways that we get it wrong um, or that others who call themselves Christians have gotten it wrong. Having said that, I, I want to offer a few points. I, I think, in fact, um, there's probably enough to say that this I'm going to cover this topic in two different videos. So uh, this will just be kind of part one. But I have three points for this part one. First point is, every group or system in society or even person can be hurtful 
and is sometimes hurtful. In other words, if we got rid of everything that ever did harm or uh, was imperfect, we'd get rid of everything. <laughs> you know, um, if you think of politics, uh, has politics ever caused harm? Or, you know, um, people... Um, the education system is not perfect. The healthcare system is not perfect. Um, you know, the, the area of businesses, uh, like, or just business is imperfect. Um, you know, e even sort of on a smaller level, your family, your neighborhood is not perfect. All of these things I've just listed, uh, they can do really good things, but there's also times where, um, or, or cases where they've done bad things or, or just done things imperfectly. And we can't just get rid of everything. And I would say the same as the church. I think the common denominator in all these things is humanity. Human, humans are um, imperfect. Sometimes we can do really good things. Sometimes we can do really bad things and everything in between. And where anything that humans touch uh, will sometimes be great, sometimes be terrible, and sometimes be somewhere in the middle. Um, and that includes the church. So, I, you know, I, I think we should look at it with as much, or just look at it realistically like we would any other sort of group or, or system in society. Point number two, the bad things about the church and about Christianity tend to get press in a way that the good things don't always. Um, for every case of, um, you know, a pastor doing some really terrible thing, uh, there's dozens of other cases of pastors doing really great work. Uh, but the things that Christians or churches do that are great, you know, are not necessarily going to make the newspaper, um, or yeah, gonna, gonna make the headlines. Churches are doing all sorts of charitable things in the community, you know, donating to food banks and helping, uh, um, you know, the homeless or those in poverty. Uh, there's, you know, dozens and dozens of causes that churches um, around the world support. And there's so much good work that, that pastors are doing or, or other people in ministry are doing. And um, typically, they're not going to make um, a big deal about it. You know, they're just going to do it because they think it's the right thing to do and not to get publicity. So we don't hear about those things. And uh, along with that, I think it's just noticing um, the uh, tendency of the news to highlight the bad things. You know, people who put out news stories, um, they know that the things that get the most views are 
typically the things that rile people up the most or are shocking or a little bit disturbing or whatever it is, that's just ten that tends to be what makes um, the best news stories. And so kind of the church would get a bad rap in the news and many other parts of our society would also get a bad rap in the news as well. If you think of, you know, politicians or, or whatever the case may be. So that is not to say bad things don't exist or, or that, you know, the good makes up for the bad. It's just to look at it realistically and in a balanced way to say, yes, there are things on the bad side of the scale, but there are also tons of good things on the good side of the scale. Like Christians, if we're talking historically, Christians have um, been behind, you know, starting of uh, charities for the poor. They've um, helped start um, hospitals. They've helped start universities. Like a lot of these things that we just take for granted in our society, in large part, are because of Christians. And again, that's not to say, you know, oh, we're awesome or whatever. It's, it's just to say that um, there's two sides to the story. And the third one uh, is that as people who follow Jesus, as the church, we are about forgiveness. You know, you may have heard the phrase that the church is supposed to be a hospital for, a, for the sick, not a museum for the perfect. I may have butchered that saying, but it's something along those lines. The point being is that, you know, Jesus doesn't expect us to become perfect people and then join his crew. He accepts us as we are and leads us into um, living better, ideally. But he accepts us as we are. And I think we're super rah-rah about forgiveness and, you know, uh, what Jesus did for us on the cross, you know, taking away our sins, taking away our guilt and shame. We're super into that. But then as soon as, you know, someone we know at our church, um, starts acting imperfectly, uh, you know, that bothers us. And of course, in, you know, in the cases of really bad things, we, we should be bothered for sure. My point though, is that, um, it's just the nature of the group we are in. You know, if we are about imperfect people coming to Jesus for help, we have to realize that the people we're going to be around are imperfect. And um, sometimes that really sucks, but also sometimes over the course of someone's life, an imperfect person can really be transformed in a positive way uh, because of Jesus as well. So I hope to be back for part two of this video. Talk to you again soon.